Today is March 1st. Chris Gittens is a Yankee hero, and Nick Nelson is the new closer. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. In the corner, we have Bug Bug Dude, who's got a new haircut. Looks like Joe Judge's proud son. The Yankees have won their first spring training game. People are dancing in the streets. Dancing in the streets. Jake, how are you doing? Good, man. I'm good. Just used my keyboard like a piano, and that felt pretty good. Singing, dancing in the streets. James, David Mendelson, everyone live in the chat. And all Yankee fans out there listening, I want to thank you for tuning in. To this episode of Talking Yanks, you're right. If Yankee fans didn't know, Nick Nelson is now the closer. Chapman was traded, so we're going to deep dive into that. Cashman's um, quote was, you can't deny what we just saw. Was that the full quote? No, there's more, but I forget the rest. We'll get to that later on in this episode of Talking Yanks. None of what we said has been real so far, but this ah. is John Boy Media has a new show on the program, it's called the Chris Rose Rotation, starring Chris Rose. He's got six co-hosts. It's a revolving door of co-hosts, and all of those co-hosts are active Major League Baseball players. The first episode has been released with yeah. Trevor May. You can find it on a new YouTube channel called John Boy Media Baseball or wherever you listen to your podcast. So go over there, leave a comment, rate, review, subscribe, and enjoy the Chris Rose rotation. We're very, very excited for what is going to become with that. Also, we're excited about Sean Ryan, Michael Ween, and Chad Calabaza, our most recent patrons. And, Jake, I'm so excited that baseball's yeah, back. Yeah. You try to dance around it and hide from it a little bit because you're like, well, it's just spring training. None of this matters at all, uh, especially the first or second game. Truly, there's nothing that really matters. And then, and then I find myself at 12:45 on Sunday, posting up on the couch and finding Yes Network on my because I moved, so I got to find out what sh- channel it's on. Yeah, and sitting down, and then Yes does their intro with their music, and I was mm. straight giddy. Mm. I just wanted to tweet out like over and over. I love baseball, yeah. and people would have thought I was just being like a little facetious, playing into it. it. Was like I love what I'm about to do. Yeah. And then we get we watch game two in the office today. Did a little Instagram pregame show. I've just been delightfully cheerful. Baseball's back. We like baseball. We don't care who knows it. Uh, Chapman was not traded. Saw some of that discussion in the live YouTube chat right now. And hey, we we just did the Chris Rose rotation kind of mini ad read for ourselves. I want to thank everyone with Talking Yanks again. Again, this is what everything's kind of built on. So the fact that Chris Rose now has a podcast with us with six active players is really cool. So thank you guys for helping build that. And yeah, man, I love it. Like I'm 
Everything plays right now. I'm seeing takes in the chat right now. People are concerned with Tyone's velocity. Like, yes, feed me that. As of right now, feed me all of it. Nick Nelson is jumping Johnny Luizaga on the pin. In on it. Give me all of your takes. We're at that part of spring training. And I literally got hyped up that the Yankees just won. No, you didn't. Seven innings game. No, you didn't. Just handshakes. Just we. There's a W in the scoreboard. It's the first one. The first of everything counts, Jim. Uh, Those are the spring training rules. The first of everything counts. Baseball. I don't live by those rules. I mean, you're telling me baseball, baseball, baseball. Seeing that first W felt good. It doesn't matter the rest of spring training. Okay. So you just want one on the board. Yeah. You just got to see one. You got to see a homer. You got to see a fastball. You got to see a curveball. One of everything. Okay. Can't let it become a story that they... They didn't win in the first one. I don't I mean, think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, it get annoying. Yeah, I'm I'm not even going there, but it was just nice to Yanks won, couple claps, guys are on the field shaking hands. Like you want to see that. You got to see all of the baseball emotions again. I liked the only part I like what you're saying is seeing the handshake line yeah, after a game. That's, that's what good I'm times. Just do it after every game. Do it after a loss in Velasquez, training. the kid from the Bronx making the last out. Is he Roger Maris sleeves? No, no, that's the other kid. Velasquez was on the Orioles. Uh, he's he was playing shortstop. And made a made a nice play. No, he was playing third yesterday. Biceps is uh, another guy like him. Need more of it. Dancing in the street. Okay, need more of it. We got a lot. Andy Alvarez. What's his name? Might have been Alvarez. Alvarez felt right. Didn't know the first name until I read it right there. We have a. Uh... Man, I, I, there's so much kind of to discuss from these two games that doesn't really matter, but we're just excited. I don't really – we didn't write down any organization. I don't know how you want to do this. Yeah. Um, in game one, who started game one? Mike King. Mike King, Kinger. Uh, the Topic of conversation. Mike King started. I don't I, – I, King, I'm guessing he's going to start in AAA as a starter. If, if he starts, he'd be a swingman role, but they're using him as a starter. But – um, he would have had a really good inning if Judge didn't drop that ball and Judge didn't like go full out for that ball because it's the first inning of the first game of spring training. Otherwise, he would have had like three pitches, two outs, and then I, I think he got a, the next ball hit. The next batter flew out, or he walked the next batter. Then it was a fly out. So he would have had a a very quick inning had Judge not let that ball drop. Then he got into trouble. He he walked a guy, he hit a guy. He said he wanted to throw a lot of off-speed pitches, but he got away from that, and he wasn't happy with how it happened. None of this matters moving forward. His velocity looked good. If you want to note on stuff, I think he was touching 97. Yeah, that 97 uh, from him was was different. I don't think we've seen that from King. And, Jim, you're talking about starting the year as a starter in AAA. We'll see how the back of the bullpen ends up rounding out. I think I agree with you right now, especially as we see more of the veteran options. Kyle Bearclaw, our guy getting in the mix, and you're going to need innings this year, so you're going to want to keep King stretched out. But as the season develops, Mike King could very easily find himself in the bullpen. And, you know, we talk. We always talk about when guys end up in the bullpen. Can their stuff tick up? Like we always, when we start talking about the starting pitchers, we say like Monty. If he goes to the bullpen, uh, there's not really much more happening. It's just Jordan Montgomery out of the bullpen. Like if Mike King can start touching those numbers, if he's in there for a one inning, two inning stint, it changes the outlook of Mike King a little. He threw one nice changeup 
I think he curved He snapped one one breaking ball off It's spring training He uh, he looked like Mike King I wish, I wish we would have done this a little different Okay I wish that we each would have come prepped with like Your th- three biggest hot takes from the first two games of spring training I've got them You have three? I'm ready to go Not hot takes, but like Seeing the two games tweaked your mind on something. Okay, so how about this? I can I can work with that. Okay. Did anything from Mike King change any of your potential outlook for Mike King this season? No, nothing okay. changed at all. Pretty much same. Yeah. Pretty much same. If he throws a couple more 97 or maybe throws a 98 out there, I'll do a head turn. Nothing changed at all. I'll uh, do a my thoughts turn. on Mike King. I like him. I think... And we're trying to get him... Well, oh, never mind. Oh! Well, never mind, never mind, never mind. The someone gentleman. in the chat said... We have someone in the chat right now that said, I don't like Michael King. Oh. Which is insane that you yeah. can have... What? The only opinions you're allowed to have on Mike King right now are you like him or indifference. Yeah. How the hell could you not... He hasn't like done him. anything to not like him. That's crazy. You're just a guy that starts off not liking people. Hater. Jim. Yeah. Someone who my opinion has slightly... I have two guys who my opinion has slightly changed on. Okay. The first one? Yeah. Mike Talkman. Oh, okay. I like that. Mike Talkman hit a home run. Talk launch. That's my new thing I'm saying. If you remember... <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Talk launch. Yeah. Jim, Mike Talkman couldn't barrel a ball last year. Uh, it became zero hits on fastballs in the zone. It became laughable and sad at the same time. It was very confusing. We chalked it up to the short season. He announced in a press conference, which Jim, you've heard me give this speech many a times, that if you see outliers in players' situations or careers or whatever it is, it's normally injury related. Mike Talkman said he had a right shoulder thing last year. So we kind of announced that. We hadn't heard that before. We saw him break the bat against Garrett Cole in BP, and then he hit a home run off Cole. He hits a home run. He pulls a home run in a game. We didn't see that, like, all of last year. Mike Talkman making me reconsider some things, and we have a ghost in the studio, so there's a lot of confused faces right now. Was that Sam? I think that was a ghost. (laughs) That was weird. Yeah. Was that Sam? I can't see. At I think all we've got some way. wind tunnels. I thought the right wind. Now. I thought the wind blew it open, but it got the door got pulled shut. I mean, shut that fast. also happened earlier. Yeah, and it and I thought that's the ghost. That if that's not a human that shut that door, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I like that take. Uh, the talk launch. Oh, Mikey. Oh, let me play that sound effect. That was funny. Talk launch. Did you hear that? I tweeted out just um, Voight was mic'd up, and everyone was... Right. Okay, I have a Jimmy hater. Ooh. I don't care when guys swear on live mic anymore, and I think we as a society need to stop acting like it's the coolest, craziest thing going. Ooh, okay. Like, I got so many tweets. Are you going to talk about Voight swearing on a live mic? Like, no, I don't care. Yeah. What I did care about... Was the way that Voight said, oh, Mikey. Yeah. After Mike Talkman hit that home run. That was good. Yeah, society's. Oh, Mikey. And, you know, I'm... Oh, Mikey. 
Oh, Mikey. That's funny. Society's got a weird thing going on. I, I go We back. all swear all the time. I'm going back to the Jordan doc where, like, they were letting real stuff rip. And everyone was just like, it's okay. It's a pandemic, and this is our one thing right yeah. now. Um, but, yeah. Mikey T. Mikey T. I, I'm with you there. I mean, the roster crunch is still against him. So I still think he may be playing himself into a trade. That's it's it's simply a numbers game. If he had one option, I'd yeah. be all in on Talkman being um, on the bench and and platooning, and you know. But the fact he has zero options and Gardner came back, it's still tough. So he still might be playing himself into a trade. Uh, but if he doesn't, if he stays on the team, makes team hits throughout spring, happy. Happy that he said he had a, not happy that he got injured, but happy that there's a, a, a there's some a reason, not just reasoning. a funk, yeah. potential reasoning, and happy that I now say talk launch, talk launch, yeah. And hey, uh, you mentioned the roster crunch, Jim. There's still a world where he's ahead of Bruce Dietrich because in theory, they have options if if they accept minor league assignment. If they, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, I have. Uh, Something that changed my mind from game one. Something that changed. And I was your mind. I was climbing up this ladder. You've been climbing this ladder uh, before. It, Adam Warren's making the twenty six man roster out of spring training. Out of spring training. You think so? Yeah. Okay. He shook off a three two. There's like a three two pitch. He shook it off and then threw like his changeup, which is like his third pitch, to get the three two strikeout. And he just looked good in his eight. 10 pitches he threw. Yeah. And the Yankees love Adam Warren. And who would you who do you think the Yankees trust right now? Adam Warren or Johnny Lasagna? Even if like no one pitches in spring. Johnny Lasagna. But that's the Yankees being blind with Johnny. They're Lasagna. more blind with Warren. No. Yes. No, I Warren think Warren was like the most used pitcher in 2017, I think. Right, but that's also the Yankees like using and abusing guys. Um you know, if there was a playoff game tomorrow, Johnny Lasagna would be in the sixth inning with runners on second and third, and we'd be like, "What's? Why did this happen?" Um, I I think the only thing because I very much agree with you um, on that because Adam Warren and the Yankees. I mean, that's peas and carrots. That was that was the way my brain went. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna be on the team. They love him. But I also think because there's a relationship there, if they wanted, you could start Warren in AAA as well. Because I think they have that if they wanted to. So, I mean, Adam Warren, Adam Warren will pitch for the Yankees this year. Yeah. Like, that's lock emoji. He looked good. Lock emoji. Lock. All right. Do you have anything else from the first game? Um, Asher Wojciechowski looked good with his clean face. Woj, yeah. He looked like a cool dude it on was the mound. Cool and half. A hint sad hearing of that Team USA rotation he was on. Oh, I don't remember. It was him, Cole, Bauer, um, and like two other lights out pitchers that they were all like Team USA under 18 team. And it was like, ah. Not bad. Baseball's a tough sport sometimes. DJ got the first hit. Judge put one to the warning track. Glaber got a nice hit. Uh, Voigt got like a... It got, it got an RBI error, basically, whatever you want to call it. Glaber double. Um, Clint Frazier put one to the track. It was caught, but good contact. Andujar got a he got a hit. What was his hit? Oh yeah, it was yes. like a high fastball. He went to right with. He's 
He had a yeah. lot of those last year too. I think if teams shift on Andujar, he can do that pretty easily. Rob Brantley, bomb. Hit a bomb. That at bat's really funny. If you wanted to do a sequence on it, the dude. No, it's not like really worth it. Sure. Um, the dude couldn't find the zone, and he was also only throwing fastballs. And Brantley got like three or four cracks at a fastball and fouled them all back. And like, but everyone knew like he's not throwing another pitch. So like, either you hit this fastball right. or whatever. It's happening. So it was like it took him a lot of tries, but then he bombed one. And that's all from game one. Andujar watched that ball roll foul. Yeah, big brain play. Yeah. Big brain play from Andujar third. Oh, Andujar. Okay, you want to get into negative stuff? Andujar got slid to shortstop. Yeah. And then a ball went to his left, and it was maybe the weakest effort. You could see a guy try to get a ball. Kaster didn't realize it was Andujar at first, and he gave Glaber a little like, oh. No, he actually said some (laughs) dude just yelled in the stands, his voice has more range than Glaber at short. Yeah. But it wasn't Glaber. It was Andujar. Andujar. When you watch that, you're like, what the fuck was it? He played shortstop like a third baseman, which I guess is a good excuse for him. Like, oh, I I only take two steps, and then I dive. Played shortstop like a bad third baseman. Yeah. Yeah. In there. Um Clint Frazier played in left, tracked down a ball. Game two. What's that? Game two. Game two. Well, before we go to game two, let me Ooh. tell you a little bit about DraftKings. They're doing one of those promotions again where you just win free money. Yeah. Uh, UFC 259, 259 is coming this weekend. And, Jake, what they're doing is uh, pick either main fighter. So they don't, usually you have to choose one guy to bet on. Yeah, my guy Adesanya is right. a beast. Well, pick either fighter. Uh, and if they land a punch during their bout, you get a hundred to one odds of the free money. So, f- so you bet a dollar, and you say that guy's going to land a punch. Man, I mean, there's probably been yeah, like I mean, single punch knockout. The, yeah. That sucks. So go find a fighter, bet one dollar. If he lands a punch or she lands a punch, you get yeah. one hundred dollars. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And use promo code JOMBOY when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if either main event fighter lands a punch on Saturday. Place your bet and watch the fists fly this weekend. Watch the fists fly this weekend. That's code JOMBOY. Turn $1 into $100 if either fighter lands a punch for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Amanda, <laughs> Amanda Noons in the main event, too. Nine with it 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With it, if you're in Indiana. What does that mean? Yeah. Game two. Game we did a little two. pregame show on Instagram. Uh, light, and we both said the same thing that we were like way more excited for game two than game one because there was so many more question marks, but barely. But like you're interested. Um, Tyone took the mound, so that was very interesting. We knew that was going to happen. You had Dietrich start and Jay Bruce start, yeah. and Gary was catching Cole and uh, Ford and Andujar were playing, or did Andujar not play? Tyro play. played, yeah. I do have one last. <clears throat> someone mentioned it in the chat. Uh, Andujar game one, he ran. He was running hard to first to like beat out his first at bat ground ball. And I flash back to last year when Andujar was like the only guy on the team that was allowed to run hard because everyone else was was hurt. 
So like Anduhar running the bases last year was fun for like a week. I had a Luke, I had a Luke Voigt moment on okay. that play. I was shocked he was out. Oh, the run into there. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel that. Yeah, uh, I think he was out easily. I thought it was gonna be like bang bang. Yeah, but it. Anyways. Yeah. Game two, Dietrich Bruce, Tyone. Tyone. Where's your brain jump to? What's the number one thing? For this game. Tyone. Okay. Uh, Tyone only threw seven pitches, and they threw like a couple more in the bullpen to stay loose. The first fastball. So the velo wasn't there. You mentioned that already, someone in the chat. Um, when he was healthy in 18-19, he sat 93, 94 miles per hour with his fastball. He was hitting 91. I think he hit 93 once today. That Nick Nick Pollock's got a good tweet where he has it yeah. out there. Um Hey, it's his first time pitching after Tommy John, and it's his first seven pitches. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really not clocking the velo. A, a lot of my takes about this game are the same. Um, all right, he sat 91. Let's see where he's at at the end of March. Yeah. Um, Gary Sanchez hit a bomb home run. Okay, he got one home run. Good to see that he still has that in him. Doesn't mean anything for the regular season, but if we went all spring where Gary didn't hit a home run, that'd be a bigger storyline. Yes. So good, got that out of the way. Now let's get some base hits and some doubles, and we'll see where we're at the end of March. But you just needed to get it off. Tyone uh, pitched like that's a big hurdle for him. Like he just was on the mound. And he was pitching. Like he got to that yeah. point, and his curveball on the strikeout looked so nasty and yeah. cool. Tw- like twelve to six straight down off the fastball. Same arm slot, and and the fastball arm slot made both you and I kind of go like, huh, what? Because he throws almost like a Fuentes. Remember Fuentes on the Angels, a lefty? Almost like a like a shot put sh- side yeah, shovel. Yeah, it's like an over-the-top shot put a little bit. It's it's funky. I know some of the videos that he talked about he was showing Cole, and it's there's something unorthodox, and it's, it's kind of hard to label. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that that – one curveball is enough to get us excited about Tyone. We're going to have to track the velo, and we'll we'll see what it looks like. Um, you know, I think first fastball, 91. Second was 92. Um, expect a little bit of a buildup. Um, again, even next time out, like let's just get him on the MLB bump for two innings. He did throw more more bullets in the pen after the game, but this is a legitimate buildup. Guy hasn't pitched in... Two years? 19, did he pitch some innings? I think 19 was the was the last. So, I don't know. It's good to see him on the mound. It was funny seeing Garrett Cole's press conference about him. He hasn't thrown pitches against uh, a team that wears different uniforms since May 1st, 2019. So, I mean, Which yeah. is 670 days. Wow. Math pod. Yeah. How about that? So, yeah, baby steps with Tyone. Good to see him out there. Cool, he's got a nice curveball. Let's see it come. Uh, reminder, his first start of the season, Jake and I will be live streaming it, taking a shot of Jamison whiskey every for every strikeout he does. We're thinking that's either going to be April, Saturday, April 3rd, or Sunday, April 4th. Very likely the 3rd or 4th, yeah. Yeah, so... Something to keep tabs on as well. Yeah. Do you care about Cole at all? Like, Cole's spring training means nothing to me, sans injury, so I don't care at all. Yeah, he was out there throwing. Uh, I think uh, the inning inning ended up going 
a little longer than you would have hoped. I think they wanted to get to. Uh, there was a couple strike three calls Cole wanted, but again, first games of spring training. Be as careful with these guys as possible. Everyone was wondering if they were going to go a second inning with Tyone, and just remember, coming back to it, like, what's it worth? Nothing. Yeah. So, no. What's it all about? I thought it was quite telling that they brought Julis Chassin mm. out after Tyone. We stumbled into a little theory that the reason they did Tyone after Cole was because they want Gary to work with all the potential rotation starters. They've been talking up Hulis a lot, and they put him after Tyone. He pitches to Gary again. Makes sense that they would want Gary to get their most time with the new pitchers and pitchers he hasn't seen before. Like, they have Gumby on the road tomorrow, but Gary has caught Montia a lot. They know each other. So I think the new pitchers that might be cracking the rotation, they want Gary to get a lot of time with these guys. So I think that's why they went Tyone, then Chassin, and Cole. They want Gary to work with everyone. Um, Chassin, any thoughts? Don't care? Don't care. Um, Veteran guy. This is spring training. He's throwing, just trying to throw fastballs over the plate for the most part. And, yeah, like you're saying, Monty tomorrow also – they're still going to be crazy with rest days this early in spring, so, like, Gary won't catch tomorrow, and then he'll catch Wednesday with Klubot on the mound, who's also the new pitcher. So uh, we stumbled into that before it was released because flex. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not as high on the Chassin train as of right now. I think um, if they do funky stuff for six-man, then he'll probably be the six-man, and they'll let – if it's Herman as the five, then they'll let Davey go in triple A. If they're trying to punish Herman and then Davey's the fifth man, then they and Chassin stays that sixth man for, for the start of the season. Yeah, the only thing I'd want to bring you back from a little bit on that is how many rest days there are to start the season. Um, they do opening day, rest day, and then I think each Monday they have off. Um, that's really awesome if that's true. Is that the first month? I know one month there's like, I think June or something. There's like every Thursday or Monday. Trying to load it. So they go, they play Thursday, Friday is off. Next week, Thursday is off. The week after that, Thursday is off. And then the following Monday. So I think they're going to be doing some funny business early on. So that could involve Shasin. I I don't know. But I think uh, they've got days to play with. And we know the Well, let's see. I bet they go right now. I bet they go Cole, Kluber on the third. Tyone on the fourth, then that's three pitchers, right? Yes. I think that Oriole series is going to be Monty, Chassin, Herman, Herman. So I think they're going to go six right out the gate. You don't think they'd go Cole again? I think they'd save Cole for double rest for the versus the race. Interesting. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll we'll find out as we get closer. I mean, then you go raise clue. Then you go. Then you then you would line up if your division games are important. It's April, but if you wanted to, you'd line up Cole, Kluber, Tyone for that three games against the Rays, which I think is what you'd want. So that'd be my guess is what they're thinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see as it goes on, and we'll make our own theories. Who knows what they want to do? Maybe they want to hide Kluber from the Rays from a little bit. Like who who knows what funny business they're gonna. Dude, then you can do it again. You could keep a six man rotation. And then you get the same three pitchers against the Rays the next weekend. Maybe they don't want the Rays seeing them. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think the Yankees got funky. You remember last year they started with Gumby off the official roster. Wouldn't be shocked if they do something like that again. Um, 
let's let's keep more guys healthy and keep on keeping on, you know? Yeah. Saw Hicks for the first time today. Worked like work two walks. walks. He told Michael K. Trust me, I'm not going up yeah. there trying to get walks. I wanted a hit, and that's just a bold-faced lie. Yeah. I don't mind it, but don't lie to us. You love walking. You bat flip. Walking. He bats flips walks. He doesn't bat flip singles. Dietrich Bruce. Yeah. Jay Bruce makes the nice catch against the wall. Dietrich gets hit by a pitch, lines out. Jay Bruce had a hit. Uh, I think it was Kay on the broadcast said that um, that Bruce was fighting for a spot with Talkman. I thought that was kind of interesting because we haven't been viewing it through that same scope. Um, I don't know. Where are you at with those two? Because that's going to be one of the storylines that continues That's just an outfielder camp. thing? I think so. I think he was going there. I think he's thinking if you have Guardia center field insurance that you don't need Talkman center field insurance. Yeah, I think and I I get that, but I mean, can't Bruce also play first base? Yes. As can Dietrich. Yeah, they're all fighting for the same spot. Yeah, I agree. Dietrich, Bruce, and Talkman are Gardner's the backup outfielder. Wade's the backup infielder. Unless they're going to bounce Wade and do Dietrich. Do we think there's any world where that happens? No, because he's got to be the shortstop. Yeah, because they need a backup shortstop. Dietrich, Dietrich can't can. play shortstop. So, so Gardner's yes. the backup outfielder because he can play center field. Dietrich, uh, Wade is the backup infielder because he can play shortstop. So right Higgy's now, the backup catcher. If they do a fourth man on the bench, it's Talkman, Talkman Bruce, Bruce, or Dietrich. Dietrich. They're all fighting for that same spot. Yeah. Not that it means it's going to happen, but Boone did say he prefers the four-man bench and stuff in whatever his opening thing was. So I'm ex- I'm expecting doesn't mean that's what to- they're going to do at the gate. I don't know. With with the off days, I'm expecting them to do that. They did that last year. Um, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting to see what injuries happen. I, and- I still stand by that. They're going to shop Talkman at the end of spring because if you if you don't go with Talkman and Here's the options. If you go with Talkman, you just release Bruce or Dietrich, or they accept a move, minor a, a minor league deal. Um, so you potentially lose both of those options as depth. And Talkman's on the roster, and now he needs to be on the roster all season because he has no options. It it makes sense to me because if you go with Bruce or Dietrich, you can trade Talkman and get. Value in return. You can't get value in return right. by dropping Bruce or Dietrich. So I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I would guess they're hoping Talkman has a good spring, and then they look around and see if they can get a return, and then Dietrich or Bruce make the roster. Because either way, you're in the same boat. Who, out of those three guys, whoever makes it, they're on the team for the whole season, or they get DFA'd and hit waivers. They all have no options. They're all major league only. You're not going to be able to trade Bruce or Dietrich because they're only signed minor league deals, but you can trade Talkman because he's got service time attached to him. So my guess is they're going to shop Talkman around. Yeah, I I think they wait till the buzzer on this, and we're still in this spring training bliss where there haven't been injuries, and we're dealing with so many guys that have well, had I mean, injury yeah. histories. Mike Talkman, I mean, you know, if something happens to Hicks or something happens to Gardy, that's your backup center fielder. Like third third center fielder, but nothing happens to Guardy ever. But I mean, I, I'm saying I agree with you there. They're going to wait until the end of right. spring. But I think as that's happening, they'll be shopping because 
there's a return. A potential return. A potential return if you don't go with Talkman. There's no potential return if you don't go with Bruce or Dietrich. So that's the only way my brain's thinking about it. Yeah. No. And I, you wonder how much performance plays in, if at all, because, again, spring training competitions, they, they normally don't. I'm uh, I'm not worried about... I'm not as worried about Jay Bruce's contract as I initially was. I said on here I was worried about cap stuff, the way they got creative with Guardy and Wilson's contracts. Uh, I think if they want to use him, they can. We'll see, man. We'll see. I uh, I kind of don't have a lean right now. If I had to pick, I think it's Jay Bruce. Jay Bruce had those, you know, you you can't get caught up in the I came here for a championship stuff, but like Jay Bruce has over 300 career home runs. Like, that's <laughs> that's nothing to sneeze at. He's he's putting on the pinstripes. Um, man, and we'll see. I think that the Yankee online conversations about Dietrich are a lot of fun, and it's starting to look like more likely we're going to look back and be like, ah, Dietrich was at spring training. Remember that? But we'll see. Got hit by a pitch. Yeah. That's sure what did. he does. Yeah, I have those three guys in the same boat. They all are on the roster or not with the team, potentially, most likely. So let's say, how about this then? What if if there's no Talkman trade out there? Nobody's talking to Cashman. Yeah. Do you, if the season started tomorrow, they have to make a move. You're you're going to end up losing two of these guys. Yeah. Do you think they'd keep Talkman? I don't know. Yeah. No, because even if they hit him on waivers, they'll get something. Like, the Yankees traded Philip Deal for Talkman. Right. Even if it's, like, a Philip Deal return, they got something back. That's how, like, GM brains are wired. Yeah. I hope hope Talk Launch crushes it and stays. I'm just, yeah. I'm just... I'm more so trying to get into the mind of a GM and explaining the roster crunch of it all and why I think those three guys are all the same. Yeah. I think... I think Cashman's a little more scared of a Hicks injury because you don't want Brett Gardner playing every day center field. Florio, bruh. Yeah. You know him. You know him, Team Flow. He arrived at camp, got his visa issues cleared on the 40, man. So that, that could be a lot more real. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see. A lot, of this, a lot of this doesn't mean much two months from now. Yeah. A month from now. A month. But we're excited to talk about the baseball. We are, man. March 1, dude. Dude? Dude? Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um, I, I think that's like all. We haven't mentioned Glaber. He made an okay play at shortstop, so we'll hope to build on that. Same thing as Gary's home run. Yep. You'd like to see it. Nice if, if building you went, block. If you went all March without it, you'd be, you'd be a little upset about it. Uh, built, I mean, you know, you can make three errors tomorrow. Gary could strike out. Every at-bat for the next week, and you quickly forget it. But nice to see it right now. Yeah. Gary's home run was a bomb. We've seen a lot of batting practice sessions at the stadium at uh, George Steinbrenner Field. Jake and I have gone spring training, and we love the workout days where they just do BP. So we've taken in a lot of Judge, Stanton, Gary batting practice sessions. I I think Stanton cleared the batter's eye once in batting practice uh, that we saw. But, I mean, all the beat reporters were tweeting out, like, Sweeney. Um, I think Hoke said in eight years he's never seen it. Sweeney said, like. It was Cuddy. Cuddy said, yeah, Sweeney said, like, it's very rare to see a ball get hit that high and that far. So, that's cool. And Trevor Plouffe fixed mm. Gary Sanchez. So, add for sequence, another show on the network. Trevor Plouffe was very interesting talking about the timing of the late kick. I won't 
give away the details because it's Trev's to share, not Trev's. mine. Andujar, unfortunately, there's not conversation there. They're going to want to get him AAA at bats. We've Do you think a lot of that. people are surprised that in our minds, like Andujar and Ford just don't really have a shot, barring injuries? I think with Andujar, yes. Um because that 2018 was special, man. I mean, you can you can chop up the extra base hits and do a lot of fun stuff if you you know remember that. So, I I think Andujar. There's two guys. There's two guys you got to watch out for injury that change the whole outlook of his here. It's Giancarlo. It's potentially Gio. Um, so we're hoping to see Gio back soon. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, as of right now. There's no spot for it, but there will be this season. One sixty-two. Yeah, the Andujar needing every regular at bats, and Booney and them saying like, "Yeah, well, he needs." It was hard for him last year because he couldn't get regular yeah. at bats. Is a good like, oh, okay, they're gonna put him in trouble. And there was, I think, the reporters asked him, "Does Andujar have a spot with this team?" And, and he, Booney came back and was like, "We like the way Miguel looks." And they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, perfect, perfect, good answer." Yeah, it was a good answer. Oh, BBD, anything else we need to touch? Kyle Bearclaw, your guy? Sterling says Bearclaw exactly how you think he does. I pointed to the screen. I had my sisters and my grandma and my mother sure. at the house. And I pointed to the screen and said, how do you think this name is pronounced? And the, the room went O for four. Bearclaw. 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 the most popular. Bearclaw. Or how, he is how Sterling went for. Uh, I think understandable. The, I think the only other thing that we really need to touch on was was Nick Nelson looking pretty good. We're gonna see Nick Nelson fever catch on with the Yankees land again because he's got pretty cool stuff. Nick Nelson has jumped Loizaga in my brain. In my brain. Yeah, I I want to pump that a little bit. We forget how young Johnny L was when he got called up. The guys are a year apart. Nelson's yeah, or, 25, Luizaga's 26. Uh, but last year I liked Luizaga more than – I liked Nelson more than Luizaga. Yeah, I mean, Luizaga had a pretty good year last year. Um, so, I don't know. I Like, I I'm, I want to pump that combo. I think Nelson can do it, but Johnny Lasagna's got gross stuff too. Like, let's see both of these guys perform. Yeah, you know? I like Nelson. I mean, he's – that, that uh, changeup is pretty cool. Yeah. Power change. Sure is. Was that comment that made us all laugh that someone wrote on my Twitter about Nelson? He looks like 25% of the people at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> of people at a mall. Yeah, 25% of people at a mall. Interesting <laughs> he, one. He looks like. I don't know if that's a, like a rinse and repeat line that the internet says. I never heard it before. Made me laugh. Not familiar. Made me laugh. We have John Sterling's call of um, Talkman's Home Run. You want to hear it? Sure. Get untrapped when you. The 2-2 is swung on and drilled down the right field line. That ball is gone. A two-run home run to tie the game. Tuckman, the Sockman. He hits a two-run home run right down the right field line. And the ball game is now tied. I'm wrong by the one. <laughs> So it's 5-4. It's not tied. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. And Brantley and Tockman go back-to-back -back and a belly-to-belly. -belly. 
Talkman turned around a high fastball. Got it in there. It's good stuff. You can hear more John Sterling calls at J Sterling calls on Twitter. BBD runs that. Dang. Ad. Ad. Promotion. That's all I got. Okay. Anything else? Did we miss anything, BBD? Like we got out there. Uh, Gittins hit a grand slam. Oh, yeah. Good job. Guy who's curveball, couldn't power. find the zone. Yeah. 3-2 count, sitting fastball. Keep Spring hitting. training staple, Chris Gittins. Keep hitting, Chris Gittins. Get out of here. Get her done. Get her done. Remember how big that was? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I remember a lot of things. Sure do. Yeah. No, for real. For real? There's a good amount of things I remember. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you on Wednesday. And tomorrow. Oh, yeah. PPPs are still going. See us. Episode a day, every day until opening day. Go, Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go, Yankees. <laughs>